Spiritually Rogue Podcast, weekly with Braxton and April Roan. When the world goes crazy, it's time to go rogue. Sundays, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going where we've never gone before, and we're taking you with us. Oh, my God. Let's go rogue. Three, two, Incoming. one, zero. We're on a mission from God. Put your ear to the speaker. Crank it up. It'll knock your socks off. And now, this. Hi there, I'm Naomi Judd, and what I would definitely tell my younger self is don't stigmatize people. You're going to lose your ability, your chance to get to know them as a real human being. And I've learned through my dark days and my journey that depression is a disease of the brain. Just like heart disease is a disease of the heart, or hepatitis is a disease of the liver, I had that. And with depression, it is partly genetic and it's partially environment and circumstances and then choices. So I've learned I have to take my medication, do my therapies and be constantly vigilant about my moods. And when I was doing my research on my book, River of Time, I learned that there are 40, this is crazy, (laughs) didn't mean to use that word. In my research, I learned that There are 40 million of us. I can't even grasp that. There are 40 million of us who have depression and anxiety. So please, my name is Judd, and I've learned don't judge people. And just think about it this way. If each one of us practiced being more kind, we could all literally change the world. I wanted to start with this evening's show uh, with something very powerful. And I couldn't think of any other way than to start with the video by Naomi Judd. Uh, I have a very special guest this evening. His name is Braxton Rotno. We just decided to sit across from each other tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to welcome you guys to Spiritually Rogue Podcast. Uh, tonight's topic is, it is going to be a little heavier, but, you know, so many of us are so quick to flow, 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 go, 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 go. And for the first time I heard something used today, uh, I've never heard before, someone passed away from, of mental illness. And I thought, you know, first of all, I love the Judds. I was raised listening to my mother and my aunt, <laughs> you know, uh, singing them and singing and I could hear my mom now uh but um I think think her passing affected affected a lot of a lot of uh what do you call it I think her passing has affected a lot of us so uh you know welcome welcome to the show tonight it just it took me off a little bit it's upsetting it's very upsetting well it is the first day of May and Ironically, it is also the uh, Mental Awareness Month, May is. So, um, like you said, how do you pass away from mental illness? Um, There's only a couple of ways. And one of them is to had enough. And I've I've had enough, you know, and I've been there. So I I understand that. Uh, She suffered a long time time you like know, since she, she was a little girl i i appreciate how public she's been over the years about it yeah well i mean it it may save someone else a lot of uh, i think a lot of us have been uh, shown how to suffer alone suffer quietly uh if you guys are tuning in i want to ask if you could jump to the comments section below and please let us know if you are able to hear both of us 
Uh, we're not techie people. And I do see a bunch of you watching from, I think we're on one, two, there are six different platforms tonight. Uh, so uh, if you could just please give us a thumbs up, comment down there that you can hear Braxton, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, yes, so she was very public about her struggle with specifically depression. And I think so many of us turn it, it's kind of like the Sarah McLaughlin animal commercials. You know, it, it, we don't want to see it, it's too real. Uh, I think depression is too real, but we can't change the channels anymore. You know, I, I really feel that that Naomi Judd was an earth angel. You know, anytime any of us go through, you know, shit and back, hell and back, uh, I do believe that we didn't go through that by accident. I think that we are here to maybe shine a light for others who are who are struggling or suffering. Um, I know that I'm, I'm an advocate for, for childhood trauma and abuse. And she used her spotlight and her celebrity to bring the awareness and the importance of mental health. Yeah. And, you know, someone was saying it's years ago, we used to try to get the stigma of mental illness off of everyone. Right. Yes. And now it's so many people suffer from it. It's insane. Like the numbers are like staggering. It's like the... Tenth leading cause of death in the United States. Tenth leading cause of death is suicide by mental illness. For mental suicide illness, suicide by mental illness. Now, forty-six of forty-six percent of those suicides are caused directly from mental illness. So almost half. Well, you know, I am going to be a little honest with with the public. If if some of you have listened to me, there we are. There's every. I got stuff, but if you're seeing this, just please let us know if you hear both of us, including that guy there. Um, my grandmother, uh, my maternal grandmother, passed away from mental illness. I want to say 1968. Here you were born, isn't that? Odd? Wow, that is odd. Uh, they found her. I want to say they found her October 31st. If I'm correct, or she passed on October 31st. But um, so she did, you know, and, and back then they had um, electric shock therapy. Yeah. Uh, and it just it breaks my heart because for my whole life, I've watched my mom suffer and struggle. Uh, you know, this whole time she's wanted her mom. She's never had a mom. Made made my mom a great mom. But I, I've just knowing that that's, that's hurt me. But. My mom has had depression. I had postpartum depression. I feel it never left. <laughs> Maddie's going to be 20, 21. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it is, um, I think that so many of us experience and deal with low level depression on a daily. We just are used to it. We're used to suffering. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so many of us do suffer from some sort of mental illness. Um, and I'm not saying every single person, but so many of us do. Um, I looked up some numbers and 792 million people suffer from some form of a mental illness. That's, that's I mean, almost like you, you can't even imagine how many people that is. And I, I hate even using the word illness. For some reason, we are fine with people having getting diabetes, right? Like, okay, we understand the, the, the right. uh, sugar issues. We have kidney problems. We have heart problems, lung problems. Uh, you know, we could do transplant. But, but for whatever reason, when we have a brain imbalance, everybody steps away from that. Like, don't think I'm crazy, but yeah, we'll joke about it on social media. My family is so crazy. You know, it, it is, I, I think we need to be more compassionate. Uh, Naomi Judd has said, uh, you, the power, the power of a support system. You know, I, I know, I know a lot of individuals in my family. I know, well, I don't think I would do what I do for the world. You know, if it wasn't for some sort of depression, 
Depression hurts. Depre okay, Tony. Uh, there's my Tammy. I want to always say Tony, and then I know who it is. So Tammy. Tammy, I miss you. I have a little pile of stuff I have that I got to mail to you. Um, so perfect. Uh, can you see the comments? I can. So Tammy, yes. Can you guys hear Braxton? If you could just let me know. I know the people that are watching or listening on the recorded podcast, uh, they're going to be like, what are they doing? But uh, I just want to thank all of you for hanging in there. Uh, Tammy, if you could text me, you have my number. Um, maybe for whatever reason, again, I think we're going into Mercury retrograde. Ah, um, you know, sound stuff is... Uh, what in tarnation? Yay, everything, communication's going to be wonky. Uh, but we are, uh, okay, here we go. Hold that note down. Look, 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 babe, who it is. Hey. Look at that cute face. Yes. I know her. Yes, Betty, hello. All right. Hey, Tammy, okay, yes. Thank you, guys. Um, we have two mics, and we couldn't figure out how to get the other one working. <laughs> Uh, we had major feedback, so we're we're, we're getting there. Uh, you know we can talk about mental health all day long. Yes, it is. Why? Because try to be happy without it. Try to be happy without it. You know, we don't realize our health is, is anything until we don't have it. Like people got COVID or their spouse, you know, pulled their back and can't work anymore. Health is everything. It's everything. So depression. Oh, I've I've dealt with it. Oh, I that I think that's my bigger my bigger point is I think most of us deal with it. Well, you know, I've been honest with our our audience about my suicide attempt and um, being in that dark spot. Some people can't pull themselves out of it. Some people don't ever feel like they're out of it. And I think that's what Naomi had been going through. And, uh, you know, she said that when I was watching some of her videos, she said, you know, people look at me and it's hard for them to understand with my hair done and my makeup done and my clothes all matching and things that I came from some pretty hard times. And I've been dealing with mental illness since I was a little girl. She didn't remind, she didn't remember her mom telling her she loved her or showing her affection or that's gotta be hard. You know, for so many people, it's, they don't, and I say they, because growing up when I would see other kids who had dads that didn't hit them, I, I didn't understand that. I couldn't understand that. And then we would always joke, it's an Italian thing. You know, you get really worked up and loud. And uh, it, it changes the way you deal and work with things. Mm -hmm. Because somehow you're not dealing and you're not working. Right. You know, I think it's, it's, it's important this year, especially the year of war, which is really the year of truth and clarity. You know, earlier this year, Spirit said, because all of you have been at war within yourselves for eons, mm -hmm. you wow. know, align with your truth and clarity. And <clears throat> it's important that we bring the compassion to ourselves, take the pressure off. You know, when Tim and I did our podcast, Escape Reality, uh, we would always end with, it's okay to be okay. You know, and, and I think that is if you're watching this show tonight, then you are supposed to receive this message. And I say this for old souls, you know, because we have flipped villages and saved burning, you know, uh, buildings in past lives. But in this lifetime, we don't have to pull and struggle so hard. And I think it's important because I don't think most of us know how to stop, how to stop without at some point worrying. Feeling, knowing, uh, you know, there's so much going on. Do you know if that's going to be the 10th leading cause of death, right? Suicide by, what was it? No, it just says suicide is like the 10th leading cause, leading cause of death, but 46% of those suicides are from mental illness. So the number one leading cause of death is stress. 
I remember, you know, in 95, 95, 96, I started working in the medical field. The number one cause of death was heart disease. So yes, we're evolving. This is proof. So let's look for the silver lining. Yay. That's why I say that Naomi Judd's uh, side mission was to bring a normalcy to this. Just because things are normal doesn't mean they're healthy. But when we make them normal, it's easier to deal with, right? So it's important that as we evolve, we, we need to become aware that we're not statistics. We don't have to be statistics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like, okay, stress or anxiety or depression is them. Or it's my cousin or I'm fine. <laughs> I have a therapy, uh, a therapy visit next week. I'm good. I well, they throw they throw the pharmaceutical companies throw a whole bunch of medications at mental illness. Uh, some are good and some are not so good. Some cause some seriously worse side effects than them just going to therapy, and uh, it's out of hand. It's turned into a a, pan, a pretty much a not a pandemic. What do you call it? An epidemic. An epidemic. Well, uh, with the medication. You know, in a bigger picture, I think as a, as a species, um, people like Naomi Judd are are leading the way with, hey, it's okay to talk about this. And I want to make a shirt that says, it's okay to talk about this. Um, yes, and, and, and Tammy, medications don't help without someone to be supportive. Exactly. Yes. You have to have a support system. It ain't about going through this all by yourself with a, with a pill. It doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. You have to have spiritual support. You have to have someone that you can lean on when you need someone. I mean, going through it alone and thank God I had angels when I tried to end my life that were fighting for me to come through. Um, one is sitting right across from me and um, one's on the <laughs> ones on the broadcast, but uh, there were so many that had a hand in supporting me during that dark time. And if you don't have that support, if you don't have that spirituality, whatever you believe in, um, it's it, it can be a little rougher on you. It, it can be a lot bigger of a journey than it has to be. And there are so many places out there to go and I know sometimes that people think, my God, therapy is so expensive. Uh, and I'm in the boat. You yeah, know? we are too. I mean, we would love to, to be able to go to therapy all the time, but my God, it's a lot of money. <laughs> well, I mean, even- But there are free services. There are people to talk to. There are hotlines. You don't have to go through anything by yourself. There are Facebook pages. There are blogs. There are, there is support out there, but it is- very much more helpful, I guess, for me, for somebody to be hands-on right next to me, you know, like, and I can call them or text them or it, it, it did a, it did a number on me. I don't think we were meant to suffer alone. You know, okay. I believe in a little bit of suffering, right? Because then you go, oh, it's hot. I won't touch it. Ouch. Right. You have to learn. You have to learn to, to point, but I think so many of us, You know, um, normal is suffering. Normal is putting everybody else before yourself. That's what love is. That's insane. And I appreciate everyone's parents and grandparents that have come through in the last 13 years to prove, you know, I'm so sorry that I taught you that this is how you love yourself. (laughs) But at some point, it has to change. And that's why I call all of the people right here in this space um hybrids because if the people before us could have done it they would have they would have i think so many of them planted seeds within us but i think so many of us are here in this body at this time because we are grown we are supposed to create the new based on i need support i need I think it's important to be self-ish, self-ish, 
not to feel guilt. The minute we feel guilty, that's so, not of yeah, God yeah. to me. Within reason. <laughs> Tell Reverend <laughs> Ruth we said hello. Belinda. It, it is so hard, especially, okay, um, Tammy brought up Robin Williams. So. Oh, yeah. And that's that's a good point because most people, it's because even with me going through all the stuff I was going through in silent, I would always try to make everybody else laugh. It takes the it takes the pressure off of me a little bit. That's exactly what Robin Williams did his whole life. Yeah. The guy that was the funniest dude in the world, he's suffering so bad inside. But he made so many people's lives better and touched so many lives with his with his goofy self. You know, even back to Morgan Mindy, you know, I love the guy. But I had no idea he was suffering like he was. Because a lot of people are real good about masking and being and saying I'm fine. When they say I'm fine, well, you gotta you gotta go. Hold on a minute. Are you really? Because I learned in recovery, I'm fine. Sometimes is a signal to say I'm not doing okay at all. Right. That word fine is not always meant to be, right. <laughs> you know, a good thing. So you just have to be. You kind of have to watch for clues with people. And that's another thing uh, with Tim, when you brought up Tim. Yeah. We we work with Potographs for Pooches because of Tim and because of um, Murray saving Tim. His story. His story <laughs> is about mental illness. It's about dealing with mental illness and how that dog saved him from taking his own life. And now his mission is to raise money for those dogs and help them out in their lives, you know, that don't have someone. And Murray was his support. You know, not that he didn't have Todd and, and, and his friends that were supportive. Murray, I because think my if God. he could have birthed him, maybe through his ALK, <laughs> <laughs> he would yeah. have given birth to that romance is some, boy. is some deep. Oh. Well, I'm That's talking about stuff, Tim giving right? birth to Murray. I think he totally would have done it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. By far. Maybe, sure. and then if Todd gave birth to Tim, that might work. That would have been a little strange. They just need to know the two of them. They're just very close. But anyway, <laughs> that's the reason we worked so closely. I connected with Tim like I had known him for a million years. Um, uh, his story touched me to where it brought me to tears at a paracon. And that doesn't happen because I don't like to cry in front of folks. Um, my wife can attest to that. I kind of, <laughs> but I think um, you'd rather throw up your rib cages, your rib cage up. Than <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, but you know, thank God that dog was there, Right. you know, and look at what, Tim has done in Murray's names. I mean, we're almost at a hundred thousand dollars raised for local shelters. I mean, that's crazy. So there is a there is a good ending to some of these mental illness stories. There is. Yes, there is absolutely. And there's there's a lot of suffering, but there's also a lot of healing. And I don't want to just just focus on the suffering because there is healing. There is healing. There is a possibility that you can see the other side of that dark place that you're in if, if you're in this dark place um i've been there done that and with a lot of work and a lot of healing and a lot of therapy so what's healing to you um what are things that have helped you in your darkest okay. places so with my depression a lot of it had to do with my childhood okay i had a mom that was terminally sick there was no cure for her i was constantly afraid she was going to die on me uh, she was everything. Like I could only count on her. My dad was in and out, in and out, in and out. So I really couldn't count on him for anything. Um, and they divorced, they separated nine times, divorced twice. So, you know, I had heroin, heroin addicts for uncles. I mean, you know, there was just such, so much shit going on. And when you get to a point in your life where it starts affecting your relationships and your, the way you handle certain situations, you kind of go, hey, maybe it's time to fix some things. 
maybe do a little maintenance. You know, maybe we don't use the word fix. Maybe we say, maybe it's time to learn to love myself because that's what you've done. Well, there was a lot going on as far as not being happy with me. And now I'm happy with me because I'm really me now. So it's it's a lot better. There's a lot of healing, but there was a lot of suffering that had to go before that healing. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes people can pull themselves out with the support they have. And sometimes people don't have that support and they need it. That's what they need so much. And right. it feels and like they're getting lost in the cracks. Well, is what they feel like. They're just lost in the cracks. To be compassionate, I mean, just in the last year and a half, people have lost their jobs. Businesses have closed. Um, yeah. I believe that humanity has changed a great deal in a year and a half. I don't think that humanity has slowed down enough to realize it. But we've got people whose finances aren't the same. And so, you know... Um, some people, the divorce rate has even went through the roof during this pandemic, too. I mean, so much has been affected. If we can allow and the it. mental illness, probably oh, cases went far. way up because they go to work to escape their family sometimes. Me, I don't like going to work. I'd rather stay here with my wife, but that's me. Um, it's on record. Yeah. <laughs> But, but some people have that escape, and when they don't have that escape, and it's 24-7 with the same people, same people, same people all the time, and you're still trying to maintain your job at home, it's it's uh, it's a lot of stress. And I'm sure that's a lot of reasons why people were butting heads during the, you know, being all stuffed up in the house together. Right. <laughs> we did really well. We did. I, I, I Okay, so I, as most people know, I like to look at the, the let's look at the bigger picture. Let's look at how we can fix this. And I don't want to say fix. Let's let's bring a light to this. Let's use this instead of abuse this. You know, this shined a light on how fragile we are. Strong species come on, but we are still fragile. Yeah. Um, that we need resources. I am a big advocate that our healthcare system and our government um are foo bar. They're done. They are outdated. It is old. It is no longer what we need. And we're going to find over in the next year, remember, our spirit says it's the year of truth and clarity. We're going to find businesses, clinics, things changing, mm -hmm. which I love. So Some are I, already starting to change. Our doctor's really pretty. She's pretty great. Yeah. She's pretty great compared to what we were used to. You know, we were really frustrated. With She's this. got the greatest name in Gilmore, Texas. Her name is Dr. March. Great. And I'm like, hi, March. I'm April. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's I, don't work, it's I don't get to meet a lot of other months. So, you know, look, looking at this bigger, bigger message and, and focusing on all of the stuff that Naomi has shared, um, not only on stage, just looking at her cute self spinning with her skirt. With her little skirt, her oh. mama in the skirt. Yeah. But sharing her story and sharing over her and truth. over what we need. She shared, she shared her truth with everyone, and she could have kept that hidden just like we had no clue about Robin Williams. No idea. And, you know, I, you've you know, you don't be... even know how many people he could have actually helped if he would have, you know, talked about it. But maybe he wasn't in that spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just didn't want to maybe even think that he was suffering. And that is, to me, more of a reason why I want people to find and feel their light. You know, because for me to see all these little lights go out, it hurts. And I know I'm not the only one because I know all the people watching, you especially are empaths. You know, we in fact, that's how we met. Most people in the paranormal, in the paranormal field, you know, we met at a paranormal event <laughs> talking about empath, empathy. So, we are trying to like align ourselves and, and focus on ourselves and, and and at the same time we are feeling we can feel the depression in others. Oh, yeah. You know, when all that happened on the boat, everything stopped for me. It was just like, oh my god, you know, you you I just felt like you can't go anywhere, <laughs> you know, this is not right. This is not okay. And I could feel the, 
when someone does not know how to love themselves and they were raised in an environment where the environment was just way too busy to reflect their shine. I think it's easy to fade in the background and to live there, but we're never going to thrive there. So, you know, how some people say, um, you have to believe in yourself first. And then they say, you know, other people can't believe in you, you know, even though it helps. I firmly believe that sometimes it does take someone to believe in us, kind of like a jumpstart. Because I couldn't see anything but you. Like you would tell me, you know, just all the horrible stuff you were told. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't see that. <laughs> It, and over the six years going on six, I've watched you put your mental health first. I had to. I was in a gray area when I tried to end my life and it scared me so much because I'd always dreamed of when that day happens that my mom was going to be there to meet me, that my Nana Rome would be there, that my cat Shadow would be there. And there was no one. By the way, my battery's 20%. Oh, Lord. <coughs> I have to come over and scooch you over. I might have to get real close to you, sweetheart. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know you don't mind. No. But, uh, you know, that whole thing, being in that gray said? area, it, it scared me. What? Betty said, Braxton, I'm so glad you are here. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for Ooh. being there. Um, that was a hard trip. Betty was on that cruise. Yeah, I know. That's why I said she's one of the people who supported, you know, and came and visited us when we couldn't leave our room. <laughs> um, oh, Betty, I love you. You know, it's just that. Why is it so emotional? There well, was a I, new can't, I can't see it because it's about this tiny on my screen, and you know I'm blind anyway. So <laughs> even with glasses and squinting, I can't read them. I'm sorry, but she's letting me know. Um but being in that gray spot, and, and I didn't know why. It's like, what did I do so bad that I'm like in no one coming for me, no one's nothing. It's just a void. A void. And I'm like, hold up a minute. <laughs> Man, I really don't think I'm that bad of a person that I don't deserve someone to come see me, you know. But when I came out of it, I just remember the nurse calling my name. You have to wake up now. And I'm like, what? I didn't even realize how close I was to being not on this earth any longer. And uh, it, it does something to you when you learn that that spot was like a timeout. God gave me a timeout. He's like, no. You know, and I joke about it and say that there are lessons that I have yet to learn. And he's like, no, go back. You're not done yet. Uh, can't stick a fork in you yet. <laughs> you got to go yeah, back. No. You got to learn some stuff. I can't even let you in the door yet. No. Um, and I joke about that because if I don't lighten it up, it, it's the darkest place I've ever been. And I don't want to go back there. So uh, I'm glad I made it through. I'm glad that I worked a lot of my stuff out. And I am so very sad that. Naomi could not find her her way out uh, of that sadness and depression. She was a wonderful, wonderful woman and an awesome mom. Uh, she reminds me a lot of my mom because when I watched one of the interviews with her and they asked her about um, what got her through, what's been getting her through, and she said her spirituality. She's not a churchgoer. I She's not a Bible thumper. That. That's what she said. Love that. She said, I am spiritual. And, and my God's, just like my mom used to tell me, you don't have to go to a building to, to you know, make an appearance. Uh, you don't have to do that. You don't, God's with you or your higher power, your Allah, whatever you call it. It's with you wherever you go right here. Absolutely. Always. So that God, my God was with me that day and told me, no, no, no. 
you need to go back. Um, you have a son. You have a new wife. You need to get through this. We're going to do this together. And I got you. And when I woke up, I think we were somewhere close to Brazil. Belize. Belize. We're That's in Belize. It. We have two cell phones at the bottom of the ocean yeah. in Belize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fishies. It's not are, funny. The fishies are using them. But, uh, see any well, they probably died by now. The battery That's long true. died by now. But, uh, sure. the, uh, the deal was that she said that spirituality and the support system will get you through. She went to therapy. She tried, she tried the electroshock therapy. She tried many medications. Um, she was in a lot of mental uh, hospitals. She just couldn't pull herself well, I, out. I think that, again... And she had a good support system. She sure did. Ashley was right down the road. She ran it in her housecoat. She said she came in her gown tail or something like that one time. Just run down the road. But she um, called her and needed her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tammy is definitely... God has got me from literally choking people over people with mental... With mental, mental care, with mental care issues of others. Oh yeah, again, our system. I, I've watched people dying trying to get well. So I left. I left corporate America, yeah. mental health after 21 years for a reason. Um, and I really think that's going to be the bigger focus of the show, of of this podcast, of what Braxton and I do. I do not mind upsetting someone or making people feel uncomfortable if it means helping someone feel loved feel lifted and feel seen well you like to be heard too i love to be heard i love to be heard but i do that really because i feel that a lot of people are not going to speak up we don't talk about it i've talked about it before i've gone to the doctor and and it never was taken care of Trust me, years and years and years ago, it must have been 96, 97, I went to see a psychiatrist. I was going through some stuff, and he said to me verbatim, the, the, the visit lasted no more than five minutes, and he kept looking at his watch. Oh, yeah, they don't have time. He said, I'm going to get out of here. It's my whatever wedding anniversary with my wife, and we're going out to dinner. And in five minutes, he put me on a medication. I will never, I mean, he didn't tell me how to use it. Um, and I stopped taking it when I felt better. Oh my God, you don't do that. You don't, you're, I saw things differently. Um, you know, I, I. Can you make the things bigger? The thing, you like the things bigger? Well, I can't bear, I can barely see. Thank you. You're welcome. Did you see <coughs> what, um. No. What Belinda put. Um, no, I can't see any of that because it's the tiniest lettering I've ever seen in my entire life. I love Tammy. <laughs> uh, well, you keep saying Tammy, but it comes up Tony. Tony. Right, but I know. I know. So it threw me off, and I'm like, honey, that's a Tony. You're calling him Tammy. So Belinda uh, is it is on here from Australia. Oh, my God, I love the accents. Oh, there, I know, the right? Way. To listen all day. And she says Australia's mental health system has no heart. You know, I, I think people have, have just become humans that um we've become so desensitized to our own needs and, and I also think that because of people hollering that they have a mental illness to get pills sometimes, yeah. that's caused an issue. Well, that's um, why there's always a bad apple, you know, that messes course. it up for everyone else. But there has been a problem with people trying to now why they would want to take antidepressants instead. <laughs> I don't know, but that could be part okay, of it. That's I, to but me, I Australia that's our system, though. You know, I thought the U.S. had the worst met uh, for mental health, but I guess we have more resources and, and a little bit more heart. And I'm sorry for Australia. That sucks because. Well, and you know, I'm sure a lot of Australians would say, oh, that's your experience. And then I would say, oh, well. Don't that, try. That experience is important. That experience is important. That one human is saying, I need help. I am not getting, I'm, I'm not, not okay. okay. Yeah. 
you know, there are many times when I've gone through some deep depression. You know, again, when you go through childhood abuse and trauma, you don't go to hell and back without some ticks or, you know, and some of the darkest moments. Um, and, and talking to the other side, um, I've gone to doctors and I've asked for help. And it was almost as if they were there robotically to treat symptoms. You know, I know even in many, many readings when your guides or, or God comes through and says, hey, that thought you had yesterday, knock it off. I'm not in people's brains. And when God says you had a thought about ending yourself, knock it off. You know, it, it, it's kind of like I made you for a reason. God does not make junk. God does not make junk. But this is also a point I want to make when I was growing up and I grew up around Baptist and Pentecostal. Now, again, my mom didn't have me going to church because of, it's another whole story about what happened to her. But uh, where was I going with this? Um, mental health. I was watching Belinda's comment um, and listening. I was well, running the DJ. It'll come booth. back to me. Yes, it will. We do this all the time. I'll catch it. You catch it. You throw it. We'll do that. We'll remind each other. Oh, remember two years ago you were talking about that. <laughs> I had a good point, again. too. You what? I had a good point to make, too. And it'll come back again. Um, did Tammy did bring up something. Uh, again, this, this is my jam. This, this is my jam. She says most people on drugs have mental health issues. Yes, but most people with mental health issues use vices and manipulate and abuse substances of some kind. You start to, to look their, at their issues. Right? That's what I did. Well, you know, as most people know, I would never have met you had I not met a good psychiatrist. And then they told me, you have no choice. You've got to go to this 12 step program for food. Most people look at me like, ha ha ha. That's nothing compared to AA or Time out. It's the same 12-step program. Um, in fact, you can even... Just a different addiction. Different addiction. But that brought me to where I'm at today. And it's important that... Uh, I lost my thing, too, because I was so excited. <laughs> yes. Um, mental health issues. Yes. To me, it doesn't matter what we're addicted to. Most people are going to rely on something to make them feel good mm -hmm. because that is our natural state. We do want to feel good. You have to trust yourself that you know you want to feel good so much that you know you feel like crap. That's powerful. It's a vicious cycle, but it doesn't have to be. Um, my beautiful Belinda, you don't have to ever say you're sorry and you, well, unless you really like, smack someone, but um, no, so sorry. I will just listen. You don't have to just listen. You keep, you keep sharing your stuff. Please. Yes, please. Yes. Um, they clock on and off. They failed him. Okay. So I missed the top part of this, uh, Belinda, I think somewhere up here. Um, so this to me looks like. Um, Falling through the cracks type thing. Again, they just... But I don't want you to beat yourself up about this either. We, we. It's hard sometimes because people can hide their, the way they really feel. I mean, we're experts at that sometimes. I mean, some of us are really good at it. I mean, like I said, who knew Robin Williams was suffering? Yeah. You know what I mean? People are really good at hiding their pain sometimes. Well, that's, and that's my point is please do not. Please do Don't not suffer alone. No. You know, I know a lot of people, I know I say to please go through the website and don't reach out because it is a lot of people will reach out a lot and I get that. But God forbid anybody is ever at a place where they are in the darkest place of their life. I'd rather you reach out. I am not a therapist. I am not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. But um, I will do what I can to get you some support or help or research it uh, in my power. You know, maybe some of us could get together and create a little network. I mean, you have to think, if we're going to evolve, we've got to go beyond where we've ever been before. And talking about it is phenomenal. Supporting each other, yes. 
Um, we're humans, we're going to hurt. We're feelers, we're going to struggle. But when we come together and do it, and we start to feel that well, it's okay, that support system. Tammy says, Belinda, you're awesome. And then there's my angel Nat, my my Nat. Um, the problem with therapists today is they want to prescribe antidepressants on the first That's visit. What I'm That's what I'm talking about. Many, they want to medicine. Right, my personal experience. So I turn to spiritual meditation, and I'm still struggling every day, but I take it one minute at a time. So here's my take on medicine. I have to take an antidepressant every day. If I do not, I will cry all day long. Whether that is being part of the empath I am or I just feel so much. Um, I feel that we don't have to knock medicine. I feel sometimes if, I mean, there are really, really, really good providers out there. There are good doctors. Yes, there are. We got one. We got lucky. She's very We got thorough. lucky. I did ask her, though, hi, I'm here because I need to know if there are other That's true. resources for therapy. That's the only thing she didn't And that address. was the one thing that was missed. <laughs> so, you know, you you got to start to think if you guys are doctors or providers, you might be that one person that they're coming to for help. You know, I mean, oh, that is just so frustrating. That's why we've got to do something different. We've got your, are you telling me two minutes or peace? Two percent. Oh, two percent. So hey, you may see me disappear for a minute. Do you want to, um, there was something that I was going to pull up in here that was something healing. I know that sometimes people are in a dark place that there's not much healing. Um, but maybe that this next little clip could help get us just to a little level where we could let Three, two, one. My miggity milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, and they really better than mine. And like, no, they don't say it with me. You're fucking up a great song. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. But I'm saying girls. Say girls. I'm saying boys. But if I were you, I wouldn't go down that road. What road? Just I wouldn't want to. Well, then I'm gonna just be safe, and I'm gonna say my milkshake brings all the days to the yard. You do what you do, and I have to charge. Nope. You're not charging anybody. It's not a whorehouse. It's not like a lemonade stand. It's the best milkshake it's, in town. No, it's about the cake. It's not about an actual milkshake. It's about cake. The cake, the ass. She's saying milkshake like my milkshake, my ass, meaning her cake. I didn't interpret it that way. Right. You don't get the song. You are editing. I'm the not video. editing. The I'm video. not doing the milkshake video. Then you it's do. not gonna. It's not coming out. You don't know the song. You're editing the video. I'm not editing the video. I did behind blue eyes. I'm not editing the video. A second. I yeah. turn fucking well, we're gonna wrap it up anyway. So, okay. uh, his, oh, yeah. phone, five minutes. his phone, his phone, finally. Um, I want to tell you guys that uh, next weekend is gonna be Mother's Day, and I know a lot of people are like, uh, or yay. Uh, no matter what, please keep in your thoughts and in your heart a space for everyone who is and has working with dealing with stuff with the mama, whether it's you with your mom or you as the mom, um, even if your children are four-legged for babies or skills, uh, you know, we would never come into this worth into this world at all if it was not for a mom. <laughs> so uh, it's important. Uh, next Sunday, we're going to do some memories. We're going to talk about really important things. And I'm going to do some life readings because I do believe that, you know, it would be a great day for us to come together in a little space uh, in our hearts for mom and grandma and aunts. And, you know, they're all going to be showing up. They're already starting to show up. It's almost like I feel like someone's coming in from a, a jazz festival. Anywho, uh, and then on the 15th, we have a very great friend of ours who I love, Gary Fisher, is going to be coming on to Spiritually Road Podcast. And he's going to be talking about the war with us. He is 20 plus um, retired, but I don't think he's going to stay retired. Uh, um, he's a tech sergeant in the United States Air Force. And he has some experience, a lot of experience overseas. 
Um, he's also the founder of Proof Paranormal or co-founder of Proof Paranormal. Uh, and he's done a lot. He founded also a group when he was stationed in, I want to say, Japan. I'm correct. Gotta look at the deeds. But he comes to us with a lot of experience. After What, do you, what happens when you go to a, a location where massive destruction, where genocide took place? You know, he was there and experienced the paranormal aspect of it. You know, and that's why I say, guys, mental health, mental well-being is so important because it isn't a regional thing, a color thing. It isn't a gender thing. If we aren't well, mind, body, or soul, we aren't well. We're not well. I like to feel well. All right, guys. Thank you. Love you both. Random, uh, but worked. Uh, Belinda, thank you for coming in from Australia. I just think that's so cool because we're in Texas. And right. That's like so much love. Betty, we love you. Tammy, I love you. I want to thank all of you guys for jumping on. <laughs> we're going to end with two quick little video. And then we'll see you next week. Next week. For some Mama's Day stuff. And East Texas, East Texas Moms page on Facebook. Give them a like. They have been amazing supporting me with all of my readings I'm doing at the historic and haunted Jefferson. Yeah. So I want to thank them. All right, guys. We will see you at spirituallyrogue.com. Take care of yourselves. Yes. Love you. Much love. And as Tim Miley with PotographsForPooches.com says, it's okay. Okay. Let's get out of here together. After all, tomorrow is another day. What a woman. All right. Hold on. My uh, techie guy stepped out. Now he's back. All right. Thank you for coming to our show and good night. Woo, doggy. On to the next quest. Get out of here. Spiritually Rogue Podcast. New world. New ways. New life. Sunday nights, 7 p.m. Central. SpirituallyRogue.com. Over and out. Get up now. Come on. Yeah. Because this here's the wildest ride in the...